So we just put guardrails up and we we fought for it because you're right, ministry can be so um, pulling at you, you know? And so we fought for it. And like I said, there was times I was like, I can't do that. I remember one time I worked for Johnny Hunt for several years uh, and he wanted me to go someplace with him. And we had a uh, something for, for two of my kids that weekend. And I just told him, I said, Pastor, I can't go. And I remember the other guys on staff were like, you did what? <laughs> but Pastor Johnny supported me that. And he was like, you're right. Okay, you got that? Man, we'll catch you another time. And so, I mean, you just have to fight to protect against pulling away from your family. You're listening to the Send Columbus podcast, a conversation for developing strategies and sharing stories as we plant churches everywhere for everyone. Your hosts are Sin City missionary Chad Grigsby and church planting catalyst Jason Phillips. Welcome back to the Sin Columbus podcast. I am Jason Phillips, joined here with the Chad Grigsby. Chad, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jason. Good to be here in studio with our guest today. I know. Wow, it feels really <laughs> official. Can we call? Can we call <laughs> our back closet of an office the yeah. studio? Um, yeah, I think so. It's okay. fine. Yeah. All right. I mean, we got all of our cool things in here. So, we do. Yeah. We do. Well, it's good to be in studio. Yes, absolutely. So today's guest is Rick Young, who is the uh, pastor at Watermark Church in Worthington. And so I thought to start off, Rick, would you just give us a little bit of uh, background on you and your ministry experience and kind of a little bit about Watermark Church? Yeah. First, thanks for letting me be here. And you're right. You guys got a great little office here. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, so well, welcome in, Rick. Not everybody gets welcomed into the inner That is sanctum, true. That is true. Rick so. was immediately drawn to my Harambe framed picture. Yes. So. <laughs> exactly. So it's <laughs> awesome. So, hey, uh, yeah, just uh, we planted uh, Watermark Church a year ago, uh, January 12th uh, of 2020. And then seven weeks later, stopped meeting. And so we've been planting during a pandemic. But, you know, we, uh, before we did this, I've been in ministry for a long time, doing youth ministry, campus pastor, uh, and just have loved doing ministry. And so uh, God called us about three years ago to come and, and plant a church here in Columbus. And we are enjoying the journey. Yeah. So when we thought about so we kind of brainstormed some topics about podcast topics we'd like to do. And Jason uh, is the brainstorm master, so he came up with like 30 of them. And so we were talking through some of those. Hey, I'm good for something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good for a lot of things. That's right. Uh, so he said, hey, we should have one on, like, how do you care for your family with church planting and ministry? And so we were like, well, who could we get for that one? And uh, it was you, man. It was you. Yeah. And then well, today I was looking for a picture of you for this podcast tile for our social media. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to just a picture of just you. But then I literally could not find a picture of really just you without your wife or your kids in the frame with it. Well, you know why? It's because they're the money makers, not me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have them in the, in the frame. So. What's funny is most uh, planters, you can't find a picture of them and their spouse. Yeah. And, and with Jason, he said, it's funny. I can't find just a picture of Rick. That's but, good. But, that's that's but on he, purpose. But he persevered, I think. I did. I found, I found so. something. Well, I had to crop it, but I think yeah. it's good enough for what we want. Yeah, so. you, you had a mullet and a mustache. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the 70s, it might right? have been. So. Yeah, it might have been from the 70s, but it'll work, I think. So we thought about you because, you know, not only have you planted uh, with transitions with kids i think you had one who was kind of senior year which is kind of yeah. a tough time to move right yeah. but you've been in ministry long enough to have young kids uh and then you know i mean 
you're not that old, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, you've been in mystery long enough. Yeah, what are you getting at here, Chad? It right. sounded, <laughs> sounded really bad. You, uh, but you've been, you have, you've got experience in ministry and all that. So we thought about you. Um, and so tell us a little bit about your family and then and then talk maybe towards uh, what it's been like for you over the years and balancing ministry and family. Yeah, you know, uh, and you guys are too kind to me. I know you're scraping the bottom. Everyone else said no, so it's okay. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, Wendy and I have been married. Uh, you say I'm not too old. Uh, I turned 52 this year. And so, uh, but Wendy and I have been married for 26 years and we have, uh, and they've been, 26 awesome years. So if Wendy's listening to this, it's awesome. So, uh, but we have three great kids uh, and they are older now because we, we, you know, started having kids a while back, but Julene, uh, who is now married and she's, uh, she's actually married to a youth pastor mm. and doing ministry. And then Delaney, who is in her last year of college, she is, uh, uh graduating with a, um, a ministry in music and she'll be leading worship and she's getting ready to get married in, 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 uh, May of this year. And then Joshua, who you're right. When we moved here, Joshua was in the middle of his junior year. Okay. And so, uh, so he did half of his junior year here and his senior year here. Mm. And, um, you know, I would say this is, man, we have, we've enjoyed every, uh, season of our kids' life, mm. uh, not just in what they're doing, but also every season of ministry, them being involved with us. And so, uh, it, it's been, it's been a journey. It's been challenging. Um, but it's also been really good and it's, it's, it's great to see you. And again, I'm speaking now cause I'm on this side of my kids leaving the home and, you know, having their own families and stuff, but it's great to see that they start serving in a church without you having to go, Hey, you need to be serving a church, mm. but they're doing it now, you know, with Julian being married to a youth pastor, uh, Delaney, her and her fiance lead worship at a church plant out in California. Wow. And then Joshua helps us here, uh, with our, with the church that we planted here and, and doing in kids ministry and media and everything. So it's just something that we have done with them since the day they were born with wow. us being involved in ministry. So yeah, it's, it's, a uh, it's been great. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. That's what yeah. it's been too. I kind of joke about being born in church because I was a preacher's kid, you yeah. know, and I literally, I don't think it was this bad, but my mom was literally like in the hospital, like having me and being like, y'all got to get this baby because I got to get back to church That's and right. play for the, for the <laughs> evening revival service, right. you know, on that Tuesday oh, or whatever. I got to right. play the piano, but that's, right. that's sarcastic, but maybe slightly true, but that's, that's the way it is administered. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's why it is with that, with us, you know, Wendy leads worship for us, but you know, before she had the babies, you know, she'd be pregnant leading worship. So I always say, man, my yeah. kids were on stage even before they were born, you know, no. doing stuff. So yeah. So the call to plant and even pastor, you know, it requires a ton of sacrifice, obviously, with your time, your resources, all those things. So um, have you ever struggled with kind of that balance between caring for your family and also uh, caring for your ministry? Uh, and what maybe what are some ways that you have um, like learned to make that your family a priority amidst ministry life? Yeah. You know, I think I would say this. I think every pastor or church planner it does affect them some way. It, it did affect me, you know, that I had to learn how to balance family with ministry because, you know, as a pastor or as a church planner, you can, you can get so involved in what you're doing that you forget about, Hey, I got to take care of this over here. And so really when we first started, had, had kids, um, man, there's some things that I did to help me with that. Cause I knew 
that that would be one of my weaknesses because when I get involved, man, I'm full force, you know? And so really the, the three things that I did to help me with that. Now I wasn't perfect. Please hear me say that. But the three things that I did was number one, I made sure that my time with the Lord was healthy because when you have that, um, it, it helps keep perspective, not, mm. not just with family, but other yeah. things. Uh, but number two is this, I had a coach in my life. I had someone who was older than me that was able to speak in my life, but also to say, Hey Rick, you're missing it here. Mm-hmm. And they had the freedom to be able to tell me when I was missing it. And then the third thing that I did is this is we had other parents that were down the road with older kids investing into us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just set that up because we knew we would need help. I mean, those that have kids, it's, I mean, when we first brought Julene home, I looked at Winnie, I go, what do we do now? You know, <laughs> there's right. no instructions or anything like that, but yeah. you know, we just did that so that it would help us because you know, I didn't want my kids to be sacrificed for ministry. Mm. And, and I just, I wanted us to invest into our kids because I wanted them one day to leave our house loving church and loving the ministry because too many uh, pastors, kids leave their house and they leave church also. And so we didn't do it perfect, but those were three things that we specifically did of helping with our family, keeping that balanced. You know, Rick, it's crazy because you, you have to take a test to get a driver's license to operate a motor vehicle. That's right. <laughs> you need very few things to parent a child. That's know? right. That's right. And, and, uh, and there is no manual. I remember when we had our first uh, first son and everything happened. And uh, you know, my wife had been in labor for 12 hours. They did a C-section. And then oh, there was a bunch of craziness. And yep. then everybody left as me and her. And I was like freaking out a little bit like all right what do we do now okay yeah i know my wife can't get out of bed she can't walk she's got all this experience with children i'd never changed a diaper in my life i'm 32 years old and i have to change all the diapers you know but you do what you kind of have to do don't you yeah you really do you know and i always tell people when we had julene our first one I remember because it was like that. We had C-section, emergency section. Mm-hmm. section. It was, it was kind of rough. And I remember holding Julian after it was all over. And Julian, Wendy couldn't get out of bed, all this other stuff. And I remember crying and looking at Wendy and said, Wendy, and just emotional, said, I just don't think I can do this again. And I remember yeah. Wendy looking at me going, if I could move, I would hit you. You don't think you can do this <laughs> that's again. Right, that's right. So uh, you just figure it out. I mean, you really do. You know, you take them home. You're like, okay, here we go. It you is know? it is interesting how as husbands we sometimes have poor timing with our choice of words <laughs> exactly. with our wives. I remember after one of our kids was born, I was complaining about this paper cut on my finger that was really hurting bad. <laughs> Needless to say, my wife had zero empathy That's right. for me. That's right. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so so church planting, church in general, you know, sometimes it can be difficult on a on a pastor's family, whether it's you know feeling like you're living in this fishbowl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes things at church, it's people, you know, things can get a little bit heated, maybe even nasty at times, right? Even in the church. So how did you put kind of, how'd you protect your family, guard your family and kind of put some boundaries to keep, keep them safe and keep things healthy? You said you did that. How how did you specifically do that? Yeah, you know, we, we called them guardrails, things that we could, we could put into our life to help us with that. The couple things that we did, and, and is number one that uh, when I would do my calendar, Wendy had always looked at my calendar with me to make sure that I knew what was going on with our family. Okay, so we, we did start off with that to help protect our family time, um, and then then also though we we made sure this is that everything that our kids did, we were going to be at. 
And I wanted my kids to know that ministry was not more important than them. And so, you know, with my son, he played football. I've been to so many stinking football games, which I loved it, you know, but, uh, but my daughters were in drama. Uh, so we were at their plays. My daughter's, my other daughter Delaney was in band. We were, we were at the football game because of the band, you know? So mm -hmm. we just made sure that we, we always put our, our, our kids to where we were going to be there. They knew if they looked up, they would see us there. And we had to like schedule it. There's sometimes that yeah. I couldn't go speak. I couldn't do something because of my kids were doing something. And so now, you know, my kids, we also monitored, we didn't do everything underneath the sun either. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we wanted them to be involved in stuff, but we, we kind of limited that. But then the last thing is this here is we, <laughs> Wendy and I set time for us because we could go to our kids stuff. But if my kids didn't see that their parents loved each other, mm -hmm. then we're not helping them. And mm -hmm. so we did certain things with, with mine and Wendy's relationship. Mm -hmm. um, you know, number one, we would talk daily and we still do this today. We talk daily uh, and we just, we just have conversation. Number two is this, we date weekly. Um, mm. And that changes when you have, have little kids. Some wow. of the times you're just putting them in the bed and me getting a Starbucks coffee and bringing it home. And we just sat and talked and hung out. Okay. So, uh, so we date weekly. We try to go away quarterly, whereas just her and I, mm. and when we had little kids, we would get someone to watch them. And we, uh, there was one time that we went and we borrowed a, a, a friend of ours uh, cabin and we just went away, you know, just to just spend time. And then we, we also try to vacation yearly. Mm. Now, someone may be listening and go, man, how do we do that? You know, we would go away, whether it's a, a conference or something like that without our kids. Mm. Um, because if my kids don't see a healthy relationship, I'm not helping them for the future. Mm. And so we just did things to protect our family, put guardrails up. And, and the people in our ministry knew Rick's family was more important than some things in, in the ministry. And so we just scheduled that way. Um, but then the last thing we did too is, is everything we did for ministry, my kids came to. So my kids came to camp. My kids came to the D now weekends. My kids, when they were little, they were the mascots of the youth group. Uh, but that helped us getting them involved in ministry and them falling in love with ministry at a young age, you know? So they loved it. They loved it when they could go, they called them the big kids when they were little, they could go on Wednesday nights to the big kid time, you know? So, so we just put guardrails up and we, we fought for it. Because you're right, ministry can be so um, pulling at you, you know. And so we fought for it. And like I said, there was times I was like, I can't do that. I remember one time I worked for Johnny Hunt for several years, uh, and he wanted me to go someplace with him. And we had a uh, something for for two of my kids that weekend. And I just told him, I said, I, Pastor, I can't go. And I remember the other guys on staff were like, you did what? <laughs> but Pastor Johnny supported me in that. And he was like, you're right. Okay, you got that. Man, we'll catch you another time. And so, I mean, you just have to fight to protect against mm. pulling away from your family. So yeah. those are some things we did just to help protect against that. So, And I, I love the spirit behind that, yes. Rick. I love the practicality of, you know, the weekly, uh, monthly, yeah. you know, quarterly kind of stuff. That's really helpful. Um, I was, I was thinking about, uh, a, a, a buddy of mine who was asking his dad, who was a pastor kind of before him about dad, what's some advice about, you know, how to do, how to do ministry, how to balance family. And he said, yeah. look, he said, here's what's going to happen. One day you're not going to be there anymore for whatever reason. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to get him another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get him another one, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I saw that happen. Our church plan, I, 
I left the last Sunday, I, I said goodbye to everybody. The next Sunday, they had my replacement there, yeah. which was super healthy uh, for the church, I think for everybody. But that just showed you they, they got them another one yeah. six days later. Yeah, they right? just move on. And, um, and so I think you can sacrifice your family on the altar of ministry when I, I don't think, yeah. you know, the, the church is just going to get them another one, you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's not worth it. I'm right. telling you, it's not worth right. it w- with that. And guys may say, well, I'm doing it for the Lord. But, but the God does call us to be the leader of our families. Yeah. And so that has to come before sometimes in ministry. So there's a Andy Gullahorn song that says, I could be nobody as long as I'm someone to you. Yeah. And I think about that with my kids all the time. Yeah. Like if I'm a nobody in the ministry or professionally or whatever, but I'm somebody to my kids, that's a win. Yeah. But what I can't afford is to be somebody somewhere else and be nobody at home to my no. kids. You right. know? Exactly. So exactly. Anyway. Good, good, yeah. good, good thoughts. Yeah, that's awesome. So you kind of alluded to this um, earlier um, when you said that you kind of brought your kids along with you to all your ministry events. And we already heard your kids are all kind of involved right now yeah. in ministry efforts. But what are some ways that you really like discipled them into kind of those, some of those spaces and roles? Yeah, you know, we, we always say this here. We always say, hey, we're, we're team young. Uh, and, and ever since my kids were little, they would, they would say, we're team young. And what we would talk about to them about what that means is this here's that not only are they doing stuff at home, but they need to be doing stuff for the Lord Jesus Christ and ministry. And so, um, you know, from, from when they were young, we just started that kind of talking about that and, and teaching them that, Hey, you know, this is great stuff that you want to do. My son playing football, my daughter's doing all this other stuff, but you got to make sure you're serving God too in that. And then also within the church. And so we want to teach our kids that the local church is what, what Jesus came for and planted in a sense that he came and started the church because of what he did on the cross. And so I wanted them to love the church as much as I do. And, and so we just started them at a young age, being involved, coming to doing the things we did. And then when they got older, they start serving, like when they were in elementary school, they start serving within the elementary ministry of helping their teacher, other stuff like that. So we would encourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when they got to middle school and high school, we would encourage them to, hey, find a ministry that you can be involved in, you know, outside of what your regular ministry is of tending. And so they would, uh, I remember my daughters, when, when they were in high school, they became counselors at elementary camp for kindergartners, or not kindergartners, but first graders and stuff. And so... We just encouraged them on that, but we did it with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we, we had fun doing it with them too. And so we just discipled them in that because we just said, you know, as being part of the God's church, you need to serve. Just don't go sit. And so that has really helped now because like when they go now to a church, like my daughter Delaney, who is serving at a, 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 um, a church plant in, in California, she automatically thought, what can I do to go serve? What, how can I help? Yeah. And so, and my son's the same way and Julene's the same way, the oldest. And so uh, I love that because it shows me now, again, we didn't do it perfect, but I love it because it shows me that, that what, what we did, did invest into them and they get it, mm-hmm. you know, they get it that it's about church. So that's how we discipled them in that. We, we just, we made it a priority. We, we took the time and, and did it with them and we did ministry with them uh, in that aspect, you know. So I, there was one one story where I loved it, where I was I was teaching. I I was the middle school pastor at Woodstock, first of all, Woodstock, but then I would always do the elementary camp during the summer. And at one summer, I was the I was teaching, 
My wife was a counselor. My two oldest daughters were counselors and my son was attending. And I just was like, this, this is awesome. You team know? Young. Yeah. Team young. And so we just, team and young. so even today we, we still do team young. Now it's different. Cause like Julene, who's married, I said, Julene, her last name is Chester. I said, you're team Chester now. You do, now you go do what we've taught you to do. Mm-hmm. And so now my son is always like, yeah, but I'm always team young. You know? <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. So, but yeah. you know, but I, I love that because they're doing it now, mm-hmm. you know? And so we just, we just try to keep it real simple and, and just did it, but made it a priority. That's what we did. Yeah, Man. I, I think about, I mean, I'm, I just had a baby like eight months ago yeah. and just the joy of just her now is amazing. But listening to you talk like, man, I can't wait for the joy of getting yeah. to watch my kids participate in ministry with me yeah. and then get to watch them kind of go on and do their own thing for the Lord. That, that excites me. That it excites it me is exciting. It is exciting. And it's just fun. It's fun to watch. That's what it is. You know, and when God lets us be a part of it, you know, it, we're just excited about it, you know? So, yeah. So kind of to close up our time together, uh, if you were to meet with a young pastor who's starting their family, you're kind of in the, the middle of, uh, you know, having a family, all that stuff. What, what maybe what are some tips that you would give them uh, to kind of guard and protect and encourage their family? Yeah. You know, I, I would, I would probably recommend, you know, just encourage them in, in three ways. Number one, remember, if you don't have a family, you don't really have ministry. Mm. You could go do stuff at church all day long. You know, we, we know the evangelists, maybe some people don't, but evangelist Billy, Billy Sunday had an amazing ministry. Okay. But what a lot of people don't know is that three of his children walked away from the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't have your family, you, to me, you don't have ministry. So you got to You got to make time for your, for your family. Number two is start now as a young, you know, as a young church planter or in ministry with young kids, start doing it now because, I, I'm going to sound so old when I say this. Okay. <laughs> but Jason, it seemed like yesterday I was where you were sitting with a brand new baby. Okay. I'm de- I'm telling you, it seemed like yesterday and time flies just like that, but you're going to, re- you don't want to look back and regret and go, man, I should have, I should have done this. We, we always have regrets. I, I, I wish I could have done more, you know, and I should have done more, but, but start now doing this stuff. And then, then the last thing is this here is, protect your, your, your wife, you, you and her, because there's going to also come a day that your kids will be gone. And it's just you and your wife again. And I have too many friends that put so much into their family that when their kids leave, they look at their wife and go, wait, who, who are you? Because your marriage and and my thing is, is you have a strong marriage. It will help your kids in ministry and in their life because they will walk away going, I, I want that. That's what I want. And so, you know, you, every now and then God gives you an opportunity to kind of see it. And my daughter, Juleen, uh, over Christmas was home visiting with us. And she gave me the greatest compliment um, that she probably could give me. And basically, she, we were on breakfast, just her and I. And she said, Dad, I just want you to know, Colby and I try to strive to be like you and Mom. Mm-hmm. And I thought, sorry, it makes me emotional. I just thought, man, that's, that's a huge compliment. That's it. That's you the know, stuff. Isn't that's it? a huge compliment. So yeah. I would just encourage young church planners and young guys in, in ministry, start doing this stuff now and, and fight for it and, and, and guard against it, you know? And, and the last thing would be find a coach that can help you, that can help you that that's further down the road that can say, Hey, don't, don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Uh, here's what I did and, uh, and let them invest into your life. So those would probably be some things I would say, I'm, you know, again, uh, I don't have all the right answers, 
but God's allowed me to experience a lot of stuff, and it's been good. Some of it's been tough, but uh, you know, we 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 enjoy what we're doing. We're loving it, loving loving the journey God has us on. Yeah, I love what you talked about with your uh, your daughter saying that about you and your wife. I think about my my parents, and I feel like the first time that you know the first truly Christ-like love you see is that between your parents, you know, and my mom passed away about a year and a half ago from cancer and being able to look back on, you know, their marriage and their life and just see the so many times that my dad sacrificed his life for my mom is, it's incredible. And that's such a great picture, I think, for all kids of what um, Jesus' love for them. And so, Thank you, Rick, for yeah. uh, joining us. Thank you for all those tips. I think all of those are super practical and mm-hmm. I think super helpful. And so um, I'm sure a lot of planters are going to be really helped by those. Well, so. I hope so. And thanks for letting me be here in your in your studio. Man. <laughs> this is awesome. You can come hang out here anytime. It's kind of a really cool party spot. Yeah, yeah you know. People Rick. like to come by and hang out in here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Rick, I, I think the the real testament is, you know, now that your kids are out of your house and you're empty nesters, they still love you guys. They look to you and your yeah. marriage and they love Jesus and his church. Yeah. And I, I mean, that, that means you did something right. You know, well, and again, not perfect. I'm with you. But just hearing you talk about it and here, it's like, man, it just rings so true that you, you walk what you talk. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just a real encouragement. I mean, I, I have a seven-year-old, four-year-old, two-year-old, <laughs> you know, Jason's just started his family. I know there's a lot of planters out there with young families. So yeah. being reminded of these things to be present, engaged with our kids, loving our wife, guarding time, it's just super encouraging to me. So just thanks so much for for your yeah. wisdom and experience sharing with us. And yeah, you didn't talk you. about it, but it looks like your family has a lot of fun together too. We do. <laughs> we, do. we have a lot of fun together. And it's still, it's, we just get together and enjoy, enjoy life. That's what we're doing. So yeah, yeah. we do have, we probably have too much fun. Together, <laughs> times, you know? yeah. And we can, we can get in trouble. But what I love about it is that they all, they all get along, you know? And so that's, that's what I, that's what I love about it and that we can have a good time with it. So yeah, you know, and even our future son-in-law, uh, he, he just has jumped right in and man, just loves it, you know, has a yeah. good time with us. And here's, what's great about it too, is that that guys that have dad, guys that have daughters, you'll have a future son-in-law one day and you want to have a good relationship with them. And I love it because my son-in-laws will call me and ask me for advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's anyway, so we have conversations all the time. So, but yeah, we do have, we do have fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So, That's really you cool. know, we love hanging out and eating and doing stuff like that. So Christmas night we went to the zoo and uh, <laughs> I felt like we were going to get kicked out at times. But <laughs> it was good. We had or, a good time. Or you were going to get admitted to the zoo. Yeah, Pretty maybe, much, yeah. yeah maybe exactly. you were going to be the next exhibit. <laughs> That's team, right. team Young. Team Young. Team That's young. right. In their natural habitat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> That'd be well, awesome. Well, Rick, thanks again for joining us. And uh, we're excited for you and Watermark. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And remember, every church is a multiplying church in the making.